You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. One thing that we have to understand, we have to get in our being, is that God is not going to force you to do anything. He's not going to force you to do anything. God created us as free moral agents. He'll put various things before us, but he will allow us to choose. He basically allows us to choose what we should think, say, and do or what we should not think, say, and do. It's just up to us. As humans, we make a whole lot of our decisions or choices based upon our understanding. Understanding is personal when it comes to us as people. Understanding can be based upon an opinion or belief. Your understanding can come from analysis, research, Influence, but it can also come from that which is good, that which is evil. Your understanding can be selfish or selfless. Talking about your understanding. And Your understanding, when all is said and done, is based upon your choice. If you choose to understand things the way your wife does, that's your choice. If your belief is based upon what the Holy Spirit is saying to the church, that's your choice. It's just your choice. One thing Solomon understood because of his relationship with God is that 
some people have the tendency to put their understanding before God's written and revealed word. I heard what pastor said. Well, well, before you just rest on that, was pastor saying something according to the scripture or the Holy Spirit? Because you just can't put it on what pastor said. You, you have to take it further because First and foremost, pastor has to be led by the spirit in order to be bona fide. And remember, God's shepherds, according to Jeremiah 3 and 15, are going to put understanding on the table. And even if though I put understanding on the table from a theological standpoint, you still have a choice as to receive or reject is up to you. But there, there are times to where we will put our understanding before God's understanding. And you don't have to agree uh, because it's just true. Yeah. You can hear the word, but still leave doing something the way you want to do it because you choose to do it based upon your opinion, your belief, which in a nutshell is according to what you understand. And when you do such, it says that you're trusting your understanding in a way that's in contrast to God's will. God, yes, created you as a free moral agent, but he never intended for you to use it in contrast to his will. He never intended for you to get bigger than your britches, as old folks used to say. And start operating based upon your intelligence instead of his written and revealed will. And so Solomon, in his wisdom concerning the things of God, just point blank states here, trust in the Lord with all of your heart lean not to your own understanding puts a choice before us trust him don't lean unto your own understanding I, I, I have talked to folk told them what the scripture said but they love doing what they desire to do or they left basically leaning to their own understanding. I have seen deacons, ministers and such in reference to receiving God's tithes and offerings explain perfectly Malachi 3 and other scriptures in reference to giving. But people will still lean to their own under.
standing. You can show them in scripture, but they'll say, you know, I believe such and such. You put your understanding about something before the spirit of God. And say to your neighbor, that's not good. God tells you to press your way, but if you don't feel like it, you'll put your feeling before what God told you to do. You're leaning to your own understanding. I had somebody get upset with me because I told them, well, God is just leading me to still have service on Sunday. And they felt like, well, every church needs to be shut down. I said, well, I'm, I'm just following God. I'm not trying to do it my way. They wanted me to lean to their understanding. But see, I, I'm not going to be a fool and, and lean to your understanding and I'm not going to mess up myself by leaning to my own understanding. And I'll tell you why. Because I have messed up myself because of my opinions. Because of my personal beliefs. But I'm not the only one. Now, be honest with me. As if me and you are sitting in the room, just me and you together looking eye to eye. Have you ever messed up yourself? Because of your understanding about something. You'll be amazed at how folks will search the internet in order to find something. And come away thinking what they found is the exact truth. You have to understand something. They upgrade the internet periodically because facts can change. You take everybody talking about COVID this, COVID that, and COVID this, that, and the other. But notice how COVID, the way they deal with it, and, dip, and this, that, and the other has changed from the very onset. But one person, one thing that has remained constant through all of this is number one, God, and number two, God's word. Why is that? Because Malachi 3 and 6 tells us God changes not. He, Matthew 24 and 35 tells us heaven and earth shall pass but not God's word but folk can know God does not change but they will still lean to their own understanding or somebody else's understanding some of us are uh, Influenced too much by things and people. I said some of us are influenced too much by things and people. And so again, he, he puts the choice before us. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And don't lean to your own understanding. Start trusting him and stop leaning to your own understanding. And, and he's not negating the fact that you're intelligent. Notice. He reveals that we do have an understanding. But no matter how much you research... 
how much you read. How, how many articles you may look at. When you come away from all of that, your understanding is still limited. No matter how many procedures a doctor does, no, no, no matter how many successes he has, when he comes away from it, he's still limited. The only one that's not limited is God. He's the only one not limited. No matter how much you love somebody, if you hang around that person sooner or later, he or she is going to let you down. Why? They're not perfect. They're limited. The only one that's flawless, the only one that is without limitations is that's the reason we say things in reference to God like he can do anything save faith. That, that's the reason we, we ramble when we tell for can't nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody do you like Jesus. Because we not only say it based upon what's written, we say it based upon what has been revealed. We say it based upon what we have experienced. But, but as much as God has done for us, we still periodically lean to our own understanding instead of trusting And again, because, because of where you are from a personal standpoint, you can be need money and God will tell you to give. You got to analyze it. Before you obey him. Even though he told you give and it shall be given. Good measure, press down, shaking together and running over. But it's dangerous when you start leaning to your own understanding. I'm going to show you one scripture in reference to that. Y'all stay with me. I'm just going to touch the surface tonight. But, but consider Proverbs 23. I'm not going to go deep tonight. I just want to touch the surface so you can understand where we're going in 2021. But consider Proverbs 23. And remember, a proverb reveals truth, whether divine or otherwise. But, but notice Proverbs 23 and 4. Ready? Do not overwork to be rich because of your own understanding. Then he says, cease. Now, now see, God 
don't have a problem with you working overtime. But notice this right here is about your reason. Why you're choosing to do it. Look at this. Do not overwork to be. Because of your own what? See, you done pull out your calculator figuring out if you put in so many hours. Such and such going to happen. And see, you done did all this based upon your own understanding. What do you call that? Leading to your understanding. Leaning to your own understanding. And, and, and the bottom line is, is this right here. When, when you lean to your own understanding, you will end up doing something for the wrong reason. When you lean to your own understanding, you'll end up doing something for the wrong reason. You'll think you're smarter than you really are. And and see, notice the the conclusion of of what Solomon says when a a person... uh, does something based upon his or, own, his or her own understanding. Cease. Old country saying, stop it. <laughs> Plowing the field, you tell the mule, hold me. Hold, don't go no further. But, but now, some folk will get upset when you tell them to stop doing certain things. Oh, uh, when you tell them, look, you don't need to do such and such, they will get upset about it. Because in their mind, what they're doing should be okay. But it's not okay. I better read this one more time. Look at it. Look at it. Do not overwork to be rich. Because of your own understanding. If I do such and such, I'm going to be rich. If I do such and such, this right here going to happen. I want to be just like that. So if I do such and such, I ought to be able to be like. But see, that's your understanding. I've known folks that have had a good plan. But the one problem with it, it was based upon their understanding. I mean, it looked good on paper and everything, but it was based upon their understanding understanding now what really upsets me is 
we as children of God should know about. We have the Holy Spirit. We, we have no reason to trust ourselves. And we have the perfect God. You got somebody that, that has your back like nobody has ever had your back. You got somebody that will help you like nobody has ever helped you. But yet and still, you'll lean to your own understanding. It's quiet in the house. But the truth is the truth. Let me, let me, just, let me just ask you to do something before I go any further. Just ask your, your neighbor, if you don't mind, have you ever messed up yourself? By leaning to your own understanding. And so he, he does, it, it's obvious that it's something we shouldn't do. We should not lean to our own understanding. No matter how intelligent we are. I had a person... Just kept telling me, well, look, you know, they're saying you need to do something. I said, yeah, but you don't understand. You ain't understanding. I have to obey God. But they'll say, I said, look, but I have to obey God. I said, you taking this personal. You acting as if this is something that I want to do. I said, remember now, as Christians, we ought to deny ourselves, take up the cross, and follow Jesus. I said, that's, that's a Christian standpoint. Yeah, but you got to use common. I said, no, I don't live by common sense now. I said, you, and you know I don't teach common sense. I said, you know According to Romans 1 and 17, that the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. And the verse closes out saying, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. And you know what faith is, sister. You know faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Folk will get mad at you because you won't lean to their understanding or your own understanding. I may not understand it. Y'all receiving? Yeah. Even if it's straightening you out, just still receive. So it'll change your life for the better and cause bigger to happen. Amen? And so, going back to Proverbs 3 and 5, we ought to Know by now that we are not to lean to our own understanding, no matter how intelligent we are. No matter how much research you have done. He wants us to trust in the Lord. To trust. I, I like the primitive meaning of trust from a biblical standpoint which is to high or to be in a hurry to get to refuge (laughs) 
And see, our refuge is God. I said our refuge is God. Consider Proverbs 14, 26. Y'all ought to know this without me going there, but I'm going to just read it. Proverbs 14 and 26. And remember, we talked about trust. And the, and the primitive meaning of trust is to hire or to hurry for refuge. Notice Proverbs 14, 26. In the fear of the Lord, there is strong, help me, and his children will have a place of, help me, he gives you a place of safety and prosperity when you trust him. If you fear God, it means you trust him. In the fear of the Lord is strong confidence. When you worship God, when you trust God, confidence gets embedded down on the inside of you. And you know God is going to protect you from danger seen and unseen. I like what Sister Charlotte said earlier. She, she wasn't degrading anybody that may have had COVID. She wasn't doing that. She was just saying that she knows that what she speaks out of her mouth has an effect. And we do too. Proverbs 18 and 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And, and she was looking at folks around her getting COVID, but she, it wasn't happening to her. And she based it upon her faith in not speaking what she had no business speaking. But then you have other folks that have battled COVID, but their faith is what they based on how they came out. Of it. Bottom line, whether it comes your way or doesn't come your way, you need to rely on your faith. You need to trust God whether you get it or whether you never get it. In the fear of the Lord is strong confidence and heals who? Children. His children. Not everybody. Heals children. What they going to have? A place of refuge. Going to have a place where they can receive a word that will give them protection and prosperity. They shall have a place of refuge. Going to have a place where God is going to give them exactly what they need. But to trust also has to do with putting your hope in God. And see, you have to understand when it comes to hope that it's connected to faith. I'm going to look at just a couple of scriptures real quick. Go with me first to the book of uh, Hebrews. Book of Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. Second definition again of uh, trust is to put your hope in who? Notice Hebrews 11 and 1. Now, faith is the substance of things what? The evidence of things not what? Now, go to Romans, the 8th chapter. Romans 8. And we're going to start at verse 24. 
We're trusting God. That says that we're putting our hope in him. You at Romans 8 yet? Verse 24. This is going to make somebody happy. For we are saved in this hope. In what hope? The hope according to the word. We are saved in this hope. But hope that is seen is not what? For why does one still hope for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. You eagerly wait for God to show up and show out even though it's a fight. Persevering in one sense means you're going to have to fight. You're hoping you don't, you don't see your miracle. but And things are attacking your mind, uh, uh, attacking you, trying to get you to bow. Trying to get you to give up your hope. Give up your reliance on God for your salvation. But you're persevering, you're, you're enduring, you're fighting, you're still confessing that God going to do it even though you don't see it. And what that does to God is it stirs him up. Woo, when you trust God and you don't even see anything happening at the moment, that causes God to get stirred. Especially when you start talking about it. When you say, Lord, I, I don't see it yet, but I know you're going to do it. That get God stirred up. Well, how did that get God stirred up? That, that was a man that, that asked the Jews, said, look, can you tell Jesus to come and heal my servant? Tell him to come and heal my servant. But then the man got to thinking about it. He said, he said you know what? Don't even tell him to come this way. Just tell him to just speak the word. And I know it's going to be done. I ain't got to see him put his hand on my servant. I just need to know that he's going to speak it when you tell him to do it. And when Jesus heard that the man was believing or trusting him, despite what he did not see, it stirred him up. And Jesus spoke. The word and the man's son was healed at that moment. You have to hope even when you don't see it. I said you have to hope even when you don't see it. Because like it or not, things are not going to always go your way in this life. I said things are not always going to go your way in this life. There are going to be some walls you're going to run into. There are going to be some things that turn out the direct opposite of what you were hoping for. But if you trust God according to his word, he is able to cause any situation to be turned completely around. That's the reason Paul penned all things work together for the good to those who love God love is synonymous with trust who love him who are the call according to his purpose you have to be to the point to where you're going to keep your hope your expectation despite your surroundings despite what's going on 
Because God can turn something around just like that. I said he can turn things around just like that. You heard Brother Ricky's testimony. They done told him, you got stage four. That means the curtain finna be closed. But look at what faith said. It ain't your time. Let me just turn this thing completely around. You have to expect God to do things based upon you making the choice not to lean to your own understanding. Because while you're trusting God, your own understanding will keep nudging you in the back, saying you need to do such and such. You need to elbow your own understanding and say, no, I'm going to trust God. I ain't, I ain't studying you. Get, get off my... Bible says it another way. Put your flesh under subjection. You have to, you have to tell off your own self sometime. I said you have to tell off your own self sometime. Trust in the Lord with what? That mean everything. And when you trust the Lord with all your heart, is is basically saying with your being. Or breaking it down when it comes to your, your mindset. You should strive to keep it on God. When it comes to what you say, you should strive to speak according to the written and revealed will of God. When it comes to what you do, you should strive to walk according to his will. That's what it means to trust him with all your heart. You're letting him know, Lord, I'm speaking what you told me to speak. Lord, I'm thinking according to what you told me to think. I'm doing according to what you told me to do. You're trusting him with all your heart. And see, when you trust God with all of your heart, A hunger and a thirst will start to come forth in your life. You will get to the point to where you, you start hungering and thirsting for God to do what he promised. You can't trust God and not have a hunger for the things of God. Folk who are quiet in, in a season of better is here and better is, is, is coming. It's is evident that their hunger level is down. They're not as thirsty as they need to be. How in the world God going to put on your table that he going to do for you what eyes have not seen and what ears have not heard. And, and you child of God are not hungry for such. Man, I hunger for God to do what he promised he would do. And according to Matthew 5 and 6, if you hunger and thirst after righteousness, God will fill you. Matter of fact, Jesus 
point blank said in that verse, blessed are they who hunger and thirst. Letting us know up front, there's a benefit when you start hungering and thirsting. I'm going to feel you. Who going to stop Jesus from satisfying you? Who going to stop Jesus from causing a Luke 6 and 38 to come your way? Who going to stop Jesus from bringing you from the bottom to the top? Who going to stop Jesus from causing everything to work out in your favor? You can't trust God and not have a hunger for what he has promised you and, and he not in return cause it to come your way. God will do for you even when it's bad. Even when, even when unexpected happens in a bad sense. And when I say a bad sense, I mean as a human experience. You, you plan, you're planning on keeping money, but then God, God drops something on you saying it's going to cost $50,000 for you to do all of this. And you thinking the 50 you done put back is for this, but then stuff comes up and you got to. <laughs> Say to your neighbor, that's when you got to trust him. That's when that hunger and that thirsting for righteousness come forth. That's, that, that's when scriptures come to you like, I'll restore what the canker, the palmer, and the caterpillar have eaten up. Everything you lost, you will recover. Then he'll say, plus. But see, if, if you don't have a hunger and thirst for God to do what he promise all you see is the bad that's all you see is the bad but when you trust God again it causes a hunger and thirst for his righteousness to come forth and you will start expecting the scripture to manifest in your life you will start expecting God to hear what you're putting before him I don't just ask God just to be asking him. I expect it to happen. That's just the hunger I have on the inside. I, I just know that he'll do what he said. And if he doesn't do what he said, he's going to do something better. I said if he doesn't do what he said or what you ask him, he's going to do something better. Well, God, I asked you to do this right here for me. I didn't do it, Walker, because I got something better for you. Lord, you said if I do such and such, you'll do this. It ain't happening. Walker, I didn't do it because I got something better. But there has to be an expectation. 
When you read about Daniel in the lion's den, he had an expectation before he went in, while he was in, and when he came out. He never lost his hunger for the things of God because he trusted him. Somebody can give you a bad report, but when you trust God, you, you may say, well, I, I hear what you're saying, but God just going to fix this thing. He done fixed stuff like this before, and he going to fix it again. See, whenever somebody turns you down and, and you just get so upset, you stop seeking for what God done told you he was going to do in your life. You don't really trust him. You don't really have a hunger and a thirst for righteousness. But when you're the type person to where you get turned down, but that hunger is still on the inside of you, you still keep Reaching out until God turns around and he blesses you real good. That was a woman in scripture that came to Jesus and just wanted her child to be healed. And, and Jesus, Jesus told the woman a number of things, but one thing in particular, he told the woman, he, he, he said, look, it, it's not good to take of the children's bread and to give it to the little dogs. And, and that would have called some folks that he is just so mean telling me that I'm just going to try to get it from somewhere else. But the woman had such a hunger for what Jesus could give her, such a thirst for what the Lord could grant in her life. The, the, the woman didn't move nowhere. She just looked at him and said, yay, Lord. But even the little dogs wait for the crumb to fall from the master's table. And Jesus seen that hunger and thirst and gave her exactly what she needed. But the bottom line, why did she not leave when he turned her away? Because of her trust. Because she came expecting. She came looking for a miracle. And that's what God wants when we get to trusting him. He wants us to expect him to do exactly what he has promise in his written and revealed word Bible says once he sends forth his word it will not return unto him void what is it going to do it's going to accomplish everything that he sent it to do do you not know that God sends a word week in and week out tailored for you a word week in and week out that's fit for you. A word that is sent to be personal, to change your life for the better. A word that is sent to cause not only better to happen in your life, but in many cases, bigger to happen in your life. You look around this church. There are folk in here, you wouldn't be where you are right now. You wouldn't have what you have right now if it hadn't been for God setting you up with a rhema word. Oh, it was nothing but a rhema that set you up in order for you to receive what God had ordained for you to have. Why am I really proclamating the same thing but, but over and over again but in a distinct way? I'll tell you why. 
Because the enemy is working hard at trying to get God's folk not to trust him just because there are a whole lot of fearful folk around. Despite pandemic, despite the political climate, despite the racial climate, keep your focus on Jesus. Keep your focus on the one that decreed I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. And watch him do what your eyes have not seen, your ears have not heard, neither have entered into your heart. Alright, sit down. Let me close. And so, And so when he, he says to us, trust in him with all of our heart. Again, it, it's just everything you think, say, and do. Your entire being, you're striving to do the written and reveal will. Now sometimes you're going to fall. But see, in your mindset, I'm going to strive to do. And if I fall, I'm just going to get up, repent, and keep moving forward. But now, when you trust God with all of your heart, it also says about you that you're trusting him whole. Which in one sense means, yes, you're striving to do it with all of your thoughts, words, and deeds. But it also speaks about your willingness. When you're doing something wholeheartedly, you're letting God know I'm willing to do exactly what I need to do. I'm willing to do it despite haters. Willing to do it despite those who don't want to do it. Because I'm looking to you for my salvation. But wholeheartedly also says that you're going to take pleasure in doing the will of God. One, one, one thing that, that I see from folk in God's house is that they will do things with that enthusiasm. The pleasure of serving the King of kings and the Lord of lords is not there. I, I know you're here every Sunday, but 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 your excitement about doing what God has chosen you to do. Your loyalty in doing what God has chosen you to do is just not there the way it used to be. That's the reason when John in the book of Revelations looked at the Laodicean church. He spoke this. Return to your first love. You're still in the church. 
But that wholeheartedness, that loyalty, that devotion, that fire that you used to have is not there. The way it used to be there. Yeah, you led prayer, but you didn't put your whole heart in the prayer. I heard you up there singing. You're letting your gift carry you now. The passion you used to have is no longer there. You were excited. You got your license, but now... Based upon your actions, you need to give your license... Trust the Lord wholeheartedly. Your will, Lord, not mine be, be done. Bible says even about God, it pleased him to allow Jesus to suffer. He was happy about somebody suffering. Yes. This reason folks they, they look at Job they can't understand how in the world could he allow Job to go it please him to let Satan know I got a soldier that you can do this that and the other two but he's still gonna trust me wholeheartedly it pleased God when the Hebrew boys said to the king if you throw us in the fire we're still going to trust our God we're still going to give him the praise it pleased God because they were trusting him wholeheartedly and when you trust God wholeheartedly it's going to be evident before all that you love what you I'm going to stop right there. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.